your workout of the day is 713 on zero we have nine front squats 15 back squats on six we've got 12 front squats 18 back squats on 12 we have 15 front squats 21 back squats and on 18 18 front squats 24 back squats so let's read through the weights for a second we have the first set it's 70 and then 60 and 50 and then 42 and a half for men for women it starts at 47 and a half and 42 and a half 35 and 30. The RX plus numbers are bigger. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Um, I have about 18 questions here. Question one, the name. The name, yes. 713. 713. There are is not numbers anywhere here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, they are referring to a very old squat program that this became really popular in vogue in crossfit in vogue I you know, know. like 2015 2016 uh-huh. when we were all trying to figure out everyone was trying to do squat programs and rowing programs and olympic weightlifting programs but no crossfit exactly yeah. it was like let's figure out how to do everything really well <laughs> let's ha- learn how to specialize yes it was that thing and it was one there was a few squat programs back then the jim wendler 531 became popular the small love junior murder fest became popular mm-hmm. and then there was this thing the 713 program it was horrendous. So you would basically load up a weight. You would do seven front squats, rack it, head underneath, and go thirteen back squats. Horrendous. You know, multiple sets of that. Mm. And then as it as the weeks went by, weights would go up. The reps would come down to like six, like four and eight, and six and three, three yeah. and six, etc. But it's always front squats into back squats. So we've got a similar thing going on here. So we said we'd throw back to the name, um, nice. but the combination of the two is yeah, it's a definitely a potent combo so what is the purpose of the combo because i don't know if we've ever done i certainly haven't coached front squats and back squats together in the same class we've done squats and wall ball squats remember that one that was horrendous you coached me in that that was killer but never the two together why are we yeah, the, the little bit of variance between them is just that like the squat is getting taxed right but the pattern slightly changes from the yeah. front squat to the back squat we know that the front squats first is like a bit, a bit more of a challenging pattern, right? We mm-hmm. have to be a bit more upright. The front rack is probably activating the anterior chain a bit more, etc. And then the back squat, we can handle a bit more. But we're going into back squats fatigued already, mm-hmm. so we have to get through them. There's a strength element. There's also a conditioning element, being able to just hold heavy weight and yeah. move it. Heart rate just climbs yep. and climbs. Blood pressure is going to go up all of that jazz, yeah. Yeah, it's, as I said, potent. We definitely get the, the body becomes way stronger and way more resilient as a as a result of it yeah um how should these feel today so we have for that first section it's nine front squats 15 back squats at 70 or 47 and then the rx plus is 90 or 60 like how heavy should that be should i be able to do all of it unbroken should i just be able to do three at a time what is it now i would imagine this might be two to three sets total total some some people might be able to go unbroken but if they are they're like fighting for their lives for yeah, it yeah, so yeah. it should be that heavy um if you like it's a four minute cap so you think about seven sorry nine reps into 15 if we went unbroken you might get this done in under a minute yeah so that, and you're missing it that way yeah because we have to start heavy we're going to get to those type of sets later where there's like it's lighter weight mm-hmm. this should be uh like i have to do a few reps i, I should have to put it down um here yeah You've said put it down a couple of times. 
Is this not from the rack? It's not from the rack. <laughs> That's a good point. This is from the floor. You keep saying put it down, but whenever you describe the 713, you're you like, you unrack it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, hang it's, on. You don't put it down on the rack, no, don't you? Not? No, you put it in the rack, yeah. Or on the rack, but you put it down. So it's from the floor. So you have to clean it first as well. So that, okay. <laughs> yeah, and that might just a little <laughs> incentivize to, you to hold on to it a bit longer. Yeah, but maybe, yeah, you hold on to it, but you might have to pause at the top and hang in there. Right, here, here's one that's not related to squats, actually. How do I get it from the floor to my back safely when it's heavy? Uh, snatch it, one go. <laughs> <laughs> and then just it's from that land. snatch position, just land on the neck. Yeah, don't even stop in the overhead. Just, <laughs> no, what we, so, <laughs> we obviously. He's joking, by the way. He's we joking. obviously were after doing some front squats. Yeah. So, it's like a little push press, almost like a little jerk movement where I pop the bar up. I stay tall as the bar comes down towards my shoulders. I can move down with it. Yeah. So I really just want to make it as smooth and soften the blow as much as I can. Mm. The other thing to watch for is if we're trying to catch it into an upright position, sometimes our tight shoulders want to put us really upright in our torso. Yeah. The first landing area of the bar is right in the middle of the neck, mm. which has a bony surface. So a little torso tilt, a small one, and bunching the traps will just give you a meatier, softer landing somewhere that's more comfortable. Perfect. The first set's kind of heavy, then it gets a little bit lighter, a little bit lighter, a little bit lighter. On 18, we do <laughs> we do 18 front squats and 24 back squats. Mm. Yeah, that's going to suck. Do it? we have to do that? Do you have to do that bit? We don't have to do that bit, do we? I feel like we'll but get nobody strong has to do anything. <laughs> How should that be approached? How should we feel going through that? That's a great question. How should he approach it? I think accept reality. Yeah, all right there. There's an acceptance, <laughs> yeah. isn't there? This is going to suck. Yeah. So i got to try and stay calm in that and not overreact to the discomfort. Mm -hmm. Breathe your way through it. We can breathe and brace at the same time. So see, can we breathe? And try not to get too far ahead in your thinking. You start predicting how many you got left how awful it's going to feel yeah. this is only getting worse just try and focus on the next rep mm. and go as deep into it as you can i think this one like aim for the biggest possible unbroken set and then struggle through but this one this is your last chance to get really conditioned at the end so don't miss it you talked about um something i can't remember was it in a team meeting or a coach prep or maybe in a class sometime i can't remember but like the the idea of like what we're doing here is we're trying to apply stimulus to the body to create a level of adaptation in order to become something different like and that starts very simply with becoming stronger or becoming fitter and then that transforms into like becoming a healthier person a fitter person a kinder person etc 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 and i just look at this last set where it's we counted it earlier it's 42 reps to do right at the very end of a workout and it's like that's where we become something different without getting too far ahead in the set like you said but just going can i do another front squat can i do another front squat can i do another front squat and hanging in there for as long as we can at the end is what really leads to that adaptation and that change isn't it you couldn't have put it better i've not that that <laughs>